Oh, you should see what Morgan looks like when she goes on her walks. Can I text him a picture of you? Okay. Did she wear a onesie? <laughs> You'll see. Oh, she looks like a like a Stephen King like. She uh, looks like a villain like or main something. Character. Yeah, like I I I think she looks like the Invisible she's in, Man. She's in the Dark Tower series. <laughs> yeah, she does look like that. She's definitely chasing the Man in Black. Oh. Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our Who Are We? Well, my name is Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-also host. I'm Josh. <laughs> hey Josh, oh my god, how are you? Well, I am present and kicking and not... and. Uh, only going to grocery stores when I absolutely need more cookie mix. <laughs> Ooh, cookie mix. Um, Josh and I have been best friends since high school. Some would say too long. I say to the haters, <laughs> shake it off. <laughs> Dab. We go together once a week. We talk about old movies from our childhood-ish. I'm going for it. And then we rate it. At the end of this episode, we will rate this movie either Be Kind and Rewind or Eject and Reject, denoting whether it's worth your time or whether it's simply a wreck. There it is. Hashtag no do-overs. I feel feel like I'm a bad... (laughs) I'm like... I'm like I can't. I came to see your stand up, and it's like new material. And you were like, "Just be a good audience member and like support me and laugh." And I'm just like there, like serious stare, like not helpful. <laughs> I'm not there to support any of your jokes. I'm just oh. like, okay, just gonna let you fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. Well, that's okay. I'm here though. Oh man. Well, well, welcome, okay. listeners, loyal listeners. We're we're both present. We're we're recentering ourselves. Let's let's take a nice recentering breath all together. From the diaphragm. I've been doing a lot of yoga. Ooh, that sounds sexy. Let's hear that sexy yoga music. Whoa, don't get too wet. Might need to get a wow. canoe. Oh, sorry. I fell asleep during that. I was so relaxed. Jeez. Oh God damn it! God damn it! Um, Josh, what did we watch this week? You beautiful belch. We watched Coneheads. Coneheads, a 1993 American comic science fiction film from Paramount Pictures, produced by Lorne Michaels, directed by Steve Barron, and starring Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, and Michelle Burke. Oh my God! A Saturday Night Live movie. How many are there? There are one, two, no, don't actually three, answer that. Four, five. <laughs> There's a lot. There where, are. Where, where where in the spectrum is this movie? This one. Oh, that's very interesting that you ask. I literally, I, I, I foresaw that you would ask that. This is oh, oh. SNL movie number three. The first one being okay. the Blues Brothers, came out in 1980. Oh my god, that is an SNL movie. Yeah. Uh, the Saturday uh, uh, Wayne's World, which came out in 1992. And this is Coneheads, 1993. 
Okay. All right. That makes some sense. That makes some sense. You know, there actually aren't that many now that I'm kind of looking at it. There's only there's only eleven. Only? <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, Are you I, kidding me? I guess so. It's yeah. Like for... that's like one. That's like one or two <clears throat> a year. Should we based off of SNL bits? Well, no, but it, they're they're kind of spaced out. But yeah, it is really it is really weird to imagine like this. This it was mainly a '90s thing for people who don't know what we're talking about. Saturday Night Live, you know about Saturday Night Live. Um, you know, but what you don't, what you maybe don't know, is like Saturday Night Live used to actually be good and used to actually be like a good thing. Um, and a lot of stars that you know from movies that you like came from Saturday Night Live, like being on the cast of Saturday Night Live. Um, oh, hold on one second. No, 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 no. Okay, two activated. Sorry wow, about that. That was the most aggressive sound I've ever heard you make. At Artemis, <laughs> what was she doing? Was she about to put a knife in another animal? She was far away from something, and she was up in a place where she shouldn't be. So I, I needed to. Okay. I needed to project the aggression. Um, I it was it was either that or she was practicing some choreography that you are just so furious that she's not getting it right. She's not getting it right. I mean, how many no, times no, do we have to go no, through this? No, because you were snapping at the same time. <laughs> Too many. Um, so, so yeah, Saturday Night Live movies, they kind of used to be a thing. The last one that came out was MacGruber, I guess. Oh, back in 2010, which I don't, I don't really know that one, but, um, you could tell from my, if you couldn't tell from my, Oh, like, I obviously haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I think I'd heard of it, but I definitely, definitely didn't see it. Um, and, and at least from from my own perspective, Saturday Night Live was definitely in its heyday in the in the eighties and nineties. That's when I, oh, yeah. you know, that's when we were watching. Um, I, I don't know about you, but like for me, it was all about watching the reruns on Comedy Central. Oh hell yeah. That was like the way to imbibe Saturday Night Live. It was like every other time you'd turn on Comedy Central, there would be an old, you know, Will Ferrell or um, Molly Shannon, Sherry O'Terry. Um, and then sometimes they would be playing ones that were even older with like with Dana Carvey and Dan Aykroyd Dan and all Aykroyd. of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to you want to hit him with a synopsis of of the movie that we're talking about, Coneheads? Uh, you know, I've got a synopsis ready, and it's by one of our old friends. <laughs> I'll tell you at the end who it is. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I'm waiting with bated <laughs> breath. Mm. All right. An alien couple known as Beldar and Primat. <laughs> Primat is that it? Primat. Uh, pri- well, Primat. Yes, I think. Primat. Okay, an alien couple known as Beldar and Primat with cone-shaped heads from the planet called Ramulac is mistakenly ditched on Earth during a scouting mission for planet conquest. While here, they dodge the INS, have a child, and discover that Earth, that life on Earth is quite good. But unfortunately, they are being chased by the government who knows something is not quite right with the conehead family after they are rescued and taken back to their planet beldar vows to return to earth and conquer it and that's by our good buddy anthony pereria anthony pereria (laughs) the king of plot summaries on imdb thank you very much anthony for that again we we love you hardcore um now having said all that i know we, we talked a lot about saturday night live and kind of um 
and kind of this one, or, or you know that there were these Saturday Night Live movies and blah blah blah. But I would say that arguably I'm the least familiar with the Coneheads sketches. Oh well, it kind of predates us. They yeah. were doing this bit back in, I think it was the early 80s or even before. Yeah, I think it was before that. I think it was around the same time that like Steve Martin and Martin Short were doing like two wild and crazy guys. So it could have been the 70s even. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. You know, don't quote me on that. Uh-huh. You know, don't put it on a podcast and record it so that, yeah, yeah. you know, it's out on the internet in perpetuity. But, totally. Uh, I think that's right. <laughs> in perpetuity. I like that. Well done. Um, well, okay. So yeah, that, that makes sense. But then this was, but then that begs the question, this being a Josh pick this week. Um, so what was your relationship to this movie when you were a kid? Uh, it was a hefty, hefty family pick. This was, well, I, we all love, we all loved, we all loved SNL. Oh yeah. Uh, The, the eighties stuff. Uh, my dad kind of turned his nose up at Will Ferrell um, of course, the one the person literally course. everybody likes. <laughs> yeah, Dad. of course. Somehow like, like, he, he, he's well, it's like, he's too tall. It's like he would be like, oh, God, another Will Ferrell sketch, except he would still watch it and smile. Yeah, of course. You know, like, I'm not going to admit that I like this. Oh, man. But so, you know, they're more familiar with the 80s stuff. And this movie came out in the 90s ish. Yeah, 93. Yeah. 93. And it. it I don't know. I think we saw it in theaters, but I we definitely had a VHS copy of this, and it was a frequent visit. It wow. was, it was a frequent household quotables uh, movie. So this this was this was uh, this one I I somehow correlate to like summer times. Like oh, it's a okay, warm night. Let's sure. watch Coneheads. It's like a family and have some like watermelon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> that's so re- cute i'm painting a scene for yeah you know i actually have a specific memory of like sitting on the couch with all the doors and windows open because it's california nobody has ac yeah and eating watermelon and watching coneheads oh it's a very very sweet memory but yeah we watched but we watched this movie a lot and wow. so i coming into this movie i was prepped mm-hmm. knowing a lot of the moments but i hadn't seen this and probably I don't know how many years, probably 10 plus years. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes 10 plus years. So do you know if this is one that your folks still like? Oh, I'm sure if it came on TV, like if it came on something that they would watch it, like they would watch it for a little while. I don't uh-huh. know if they would watch the whole movie. They might. Hmm, okay. But yeah, they, I don't think they would go looking for it. Like this was not on my dad's overfilled dvd cabinet of oddities Ooh, the overfilled dvd cabinet sound see now the listeners know now they knew about my my dvd shelf they know about my dvd drawer but now Uh, we have bob's overfilled dvd cabinet (laughs) well he he's it's frustrating because he just fills the entertain he filled the entertainment center with just like he crammed every possible DVD he could fit in there, and we've been like, "Let me get you a sleeve." He's like, no, I like looking at him. I like looking what my options. Oh, which is I get, I get that, I get but it. like, man, they take up a lot of real estate. <laughs> oh my god, millennial problems. Um, so for me, I I'm familiar with this movie. Um, I 
feel like I had seen it when I was a kid, but this was not one that was like a frequent rewatch. Um, I could I could see it being one that my parents would enjoy. Um, they really? they liked Saturday Night Live back in the day. Yeah, I'm sure that like, and they they always liked sketch comedy and stuff. So um, yeah, you know we we still reference like Chris Farley bits all the time or. Um, for whatever reason, the one that's popping into my head is Massive Head Wound Harry. Um, I feel oh, like that God. that was one that my parents always talk about is, is just really enjoying. Um, so probably they watched this a lot and, and you know, it, it came out right around the, around the right time. Um, the only connection that I kind of have with this movie is a really weird one is Morgan really thinks that I look and am able to sound like Dan Aykroyd. And she's convinced that I am going to play Dan Aykroyd in the Dan Aykroyd biopic whenever it comes out. I I don't know why. I don't have any more information for you other than that. But that's just that's my wife, ladies and gentlemen. My wife. I mean, I don't. Uh, I don't really I'm see Dan it. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. I don't see it. I'm. I don't. This isn't meant to be like a like you don't like look as good as him or like no no as him or any of that shit it's just i do not what (laughs) i i just don't i don't see it at all when we watched um i'm looking at the kid photo of you and just well okay but that that would never (laughs) no but that kid photo doesn't look anything like me i mean to be fair but but even me right now, for people who know what I look like, yeah, I just I don't get it at all. But it, it all started when we were watching Tommy Boy, and Morgan just was like, "There's you," and I'm like, "Chris Farley." And she's like, "No, no, no, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd." You. And I'm like, "What are you talking oh. about?" And she's like, "Oh, you you look Dan and sound Aykroyd? so much like Dan." Yeah, and apparently I can do the Dan Aykroyd voice pretty well. So that's kind of her. Uh, thing. Well, yes, but I can I do could, a lot of I voices. Could... I'm really talented. Yeah. Check me out on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Check out Evan's voice reel at Vimeo.com. I'm not going to give you the address. Um, find it. Yeah, anyway, that that's kind of my own. That's just a weird thing where Morgan was like, oh, yeah, are you are you watching this so that you can prepare for, like, the early 90s phase of your Dan Aykroyd biopic? I'm like, well, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, now you know what you have to do. You have to put together as an anniversary gift, like, a short film of you like self-produced self-shot oh. of you playing like all of Dan his a- iconic roles or like a best of, of all of his roles oh my god that sounds hilarious right i'm totally gonna i want say I, that i, I want a producer's credit on that <laughs> josh is like a weird he's like a very voluntary and willing third wheel into my marriage <laughs> mm-hmm. like, okay yeah god mm-hmm. um yeah Okay, are you done? So in terms of <laughs> in terms of yeah. production for this movie, I mean, I I think that and this might even might be more relevant for the second half. So I'm not gonna say it. Um, okay, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're ready to take a break. You know, production not not a whole lot going on. Um, it was the third Saturday Night Live movie. It made money. Um, so that's good. Yeah. It, it, it cost 33. Oh no, that's not right. I was looking at the wrong line item. This movie lost oh. money. <laughs> <laughs> oh. the, the budget was 33 million and it only made 21 a, million. That's a little, a little tapes, 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 whoopsies on the facts. <laughs> whoopsies on the facts. Whoopsies. <laughs> facts, whoopsies. 
That um, is not coming off the tongue very well. But oh my god! But the one the one thing that I would say when I'm looking at all all these Saturday Night Live movies is yeah that one so it it didn't do very well. But the movie it's Pat because I know we're not going to watch it for the podcast because I've never seen it. I didn't grow up with it. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But do you want to know? Do you want to just hazard a guess as to how much money that movie made? The budget was eight million. How much money do you think it's Pat made? I'm just gonna give it an extra zero. Oh, okay. What? So eight? Wait, what? Uh, eighty. It it bo- it bombed. So oh, it didn't oh. didn't make very much money. But how how much oh. below eight million do you think it made? Why did I think it made eighty million? I know. I'm looking at the rest of these. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Even like, even um, like, uh, I, I don't know, uh, like uh, under a mil. It was under a mil. It was under a hundred thousand. It only made sixty thousand oh, no. dollars. Why did people think that they were gonna? Who really liked that sketch enough? It was such a stupid sketch. Like even back then, it was stupid, and now just, it's horribly just offensive. Gender amb- ambiguity. Great. Yeah. All of that was super useful and hilarious. I'm really glad we included it in this cut of the episode. <laughs> yeah, and me thinking that I made eighty million dollars. Eighty million <laughs> Dude, like even Night at the Roxbury only made thirty million. <laughs> and that's like kind of a there's a lot of people that like that movie. Oh yeah. You're one of them. Yes. All right, everybody. Clearly <laughs> we need to take a break. We'll be okay. right back. Yes. With more Tapes, tapes, tapes after this. Hey, Tapes, Tapes, Tapes fans. We have exciting news to share. Evan is doing a guest spot on episode 213. That's episode 213 of the PJC cast. The PJC cast explores hypothetical situations and would you rather questions. It's super fun. You can find them on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Play, well, you can actually find them any place that you would find tapes, tapes, tapes. Don't forget, our boys Evan and Josh love to get fan mail. You can send them an email at 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. Hope you're staying healthy during this tough time. We appreciate you listening, and we're happy to be injecting some fun distraction into this surreal hellscape. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. From tapes, tapes. <laughs> Why from? Um, uh, so yes, so coneheads is what we're what we're talking about. Um, yeah. What an interesting movie. Oh, I guess yeah. that's how I'm opening up talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, our critics are must got to be soft on this. <laughs> I mean, it's this movie is so strange. I mean, it's yeah. it's. Yeah, I just find it to be like. So I guess I'll uh, I'll I guess I'll start set like with the, set the set the scene for me. What was it like? Yeah. So what did you, how did you get into it? How did you watch it? So we watched it. Morgan and I watched it on Friday night. Um, we you know Morgan and I have a little ritual every every Friday. We make Falcon nachos and crocamole. <laughs> yeah. Falcon because Morgan one of Morgan's last names is Falconrath and my last name is Crockett. So Falconrath and crocamole. <laughs> Full context not needed. Um, and then we decided, oh yeah, let's go ahead and get Coneheads going. 
And the first like 15 minutes of this movie, I was like, oh, God damn it. What are we watching? This is so it's so strange. And like, why would anybody make this movie? Like, what would what would happen? But but then I got it. I don't know how it happened. And I think it might have just been the power of repetition and like how much <laughs> how much Dan Aykroyd um, and, uh, and and oh gosh, what's her name from Third Rock from the Sun? Bonnie Bonnie Turner. Uh, or no, not Bonnie, Jane Curtin. Um, yeah. Like how much they committed to those characters. Mm-hmm. But I, dude, I eventually got turned around. And like, but by, really? by the midpoint of the movie, this has never happened before. Wait, I don't think on this mid, podcast. So like, was there a specific scene you that you remember? You were like, huh, okay. I think once they had the daughter, um, and once they like, Wow. Was it that that montage? The yeah, I think uh, the, the like the montage. The Paul Simon song. Yeah, with <laughs> yeah with um, Kodachrome, like yeah. with that song happening. I was like, oh boy, all right, okay. And then a little family. Well, that's nice. Look, the teenage daughter. That's kind of funny. And then all of a sudden, I just, I was in there with like Dan Aykroyd being like the I'm the star alien dad. You're not going out just like that. You look like a marflop. And like, and I just was like, oh, fuck. And then once we had Chris Farley as like the romantic interest, I was like, oh, God. Okay, well, that's great. I fucking love Chris Farley. Everybody shows up in this movie. Dude, that's and that's what I was going to say before. Like, this movie is a who's who. I mean, just looking at the cast list, Michael McKean, uh, David Spade, Chris Farley, Sinbad, Eddie Griffin. Sinbad. Adam Sandler gets a nice cameo. Yeah, Jason Alexander. Jason. Oh, we go, we'll get to that. We'll Kevin to that. Nealon, Drew Carey, Parker Posey, Ellen DeGeneres, Tim Meadows. Wait, Parker Posey was in this. Yeah, Parker Posey. She she was like had a cameo. Oh, she must have played one of the Coneheads or something. Oh my god, I didn't even realize it. I love Parker Posey. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. It this like just oh John Lovitz. Uh, yep. Tom Arnold, <laughs> like the dentist, <laughs> and clothes, please, <laughs> dude. I just, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe by the end of it how much fun I had had when, like, I started with such a negative experience. Like, I, I really, I don't wow, think, I yeah. don't think this has ever happened before on the podcast where, like, I you really I, got turned around. I braced for impact in the beginning, and then I was like, oh, that's kind of it. Like, it melted me. Like I was like, I was like a hard, like I was, you know, refrigerated butter and somebody just like put me on the countertop and let me come up to room temperature. But, but first somebody tried just getting a chunk and spreading across bread and went, fuck this. But then they let it melt and it was like, oh, this gets the buttered toast award. It does. It gets the buttered toast award. Cause then, yeah, eventually I was spreadable and then I was able to be kind of spread over, over the movie. Um, yeah, so so that that's kind of in broad strokes, and we can get more more particular of moments that I particularly liked, um, and moments that I still don't really like. But um, what what was your what was your reaction? Well, uh, two things to start with. First off, I think the weirdest thing about this movie by far was seeing Jason Alexander in this movie with a full head of hair. 
I could not like I first off when I when I was watching this movie I was like a kid and none of these actors were registering like this person is this person this person is this person like what you all right Okay. Did you hear my Jason Alexander bit? I was really loading that one up, so if you didn't hear it, I'm going to be pissed. I literally, I was like, oh, the cat needs to be fed. I'm just going to walk away from the microphone. And then, like, when I reacted, so nobody could hear the reaction. Okay, all right, I'm back. What happened? I just, I forgot that we were recording a podcast, basically. Oh, I just I walked away from the microphone. I was like, "Oh yeah, Josh is going to Are you tell like a thing. goldfish? Like you? Oh, I'm away from the microphone. I guess I'm just going to go fucking shower or something." Well, no, I just I, I forgot that I wasn't going to be able to continue to be recorded. Okay, so go go back to. Um, but I know exactly when it happened. It was when uh, Jason Alexander full head of hair. Yes. So to say for the second time, weirdest thing about this movie <laughs> by far. Was Jason Alexander with a full head of hair? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Jokes are so much better the second time. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's I've made you do it a ton of times. Uh, I I don't forgive you though. And probably Good. the best thing about watching this movie because I kind of had a first time experience with a movie doing this too was I had like a visceral response to like even the movie kind of starting. Like visceral where, in a bad way? No, in a good way. Oh, okay. Uh, where the movie started, and I know so many of these movies, so many of these moments in this movie just by heart. Like, all the little bits, all the moments, all the shots. Like, when it opens on the guy at the radar station, like, watching that first episode of Star Trek, and, like, all the little beeps and the things. Like, I know him by heart. I must have watched this movie, like, hundreds of times. But there's the first shot that you see of beldar where like he's hearing what's going on with the radio and you can hear his like ear is lighting up like i i got like i I felt this like flutter in my chest and like i was almost about to cry i was just like i'm having such a positive like memory of this movie and i'm so excited that it's on right now because i kind of knew it was gonna come yeah that's so Uh, nice so that was really nice and it that honestly didn't really go away uh i watched this with sienna she i think yeah she had seen it before but she was just like oh fine Mm -hmm. but we both had a fucking blast watching this movie yeah oh my god it's it's surprising fun uh yeah and it's it surprised me how well a lot of it held up because the 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 main premise is that it's on these aliens that are like you know it's like they're they're hyper dissecting all the human language yeah 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 which it's a fish out of water movie like uh, a lot like encino man where it's like oh look at how a caveman deals with this with this world but they're they're really smart and like they use they use words like they definitely the word play in this is like yeah the word play in this is dynamite and it's almost it's almost feels like it's in prose sometime where it's just like how well the sounds and the dialogue is just kind mm-hmm. of like rebounding off each person. I was just so taken by uh, how well all that was executed and like the writing of it. Yeah. Now, I, I will say so, though, because ultimately I did have a, a really good time watching this movie. But I I would say that in terms of 
a critical note or whatever that I have for the movie is that it's kind of flat. Like it doesn't really build to things. I mean, I know that like on paper it does (laughs) because they do go back to the main planet and then like, and then Dan Aykroyd uses his newfound earth golf skills to like, to kill the monster. But in terms of like tone and energy, it all kind of feels the same. Like there's always something going on. A lot like how it was with Pee Wee's Playhouse, where like it's not it's yeah. not for a lack of energy, it's not for a lack of of shit happening. It's just that like okay, something is happening all the time. They're always setting up a bit, or they're always setting up like they're they're gonna they're going to say something in a weird way, or like they're gonna do a visual gag where they eat something really really fast, or um, Dan Aykroyd like punches the top through Chris Farley's car, you know. Yeah, the the movie is def is obviously a vehicle for this bit, like that is been going on for really long, and everybody's really well versed in it. And there's all this this huge supporting cast that like they all know each other, they know how to make this work, so yeah. it's going to be great. But you know, in a way, it's almost that's I would I wouldn't really expect too much more from an SNL movie. It's like right because it's just you know, sketches. It's, like the, everybody's used to the yeah, sketches. That's what they want to see. Yeah, yeah. We just want to see like a big montage with a little bit of a story to it of like these people doing what they do best, which is SNL. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that I think that's fair. Um, yeah, Sienna was the she. She turned to me at one point and just went, "What's happening in this movie? Like, what is it about?" <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just people that crash landed, and then you're just watching them kind of like scramble. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, That's it for me. I think my my favorite moment of the movie was just this one particular line that that made Morgan and I laugh out loud really hard when when uh, the the gal who plays the the young. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what's her name? Uh, Michelle Michelle know. Burke is the actress's name. Um, she's she, uh, she's not too familiar to me, but anyway, it's like basically her and Chris Farley are on their first date, um, and she she like horks down a whole subway sandwich in the span of like five seconds. Yeah. And Chris Farley, <laughs> I still don't really know why it makes me laugh so much, but he's like, "Wow, I haven't seen somebody eat a sandwich that fast since my mom." And I just like <laughs> such a weird thing to say. <laughs> I don't know why you know it made what? me laugh so it's... hard. <laughs> well, it's, I think that was just like a like a Chris Farleyism that just like Ugh. it just happened, and they just kept it. They were like, "That was weird. Let's keep it." Which, in a, in oh, its man. own way, like just to kind of open up Chris Farley in this movie, I think it's actually kind of bizarre that he's in this role in this movie oh yeah like sure like i feel like he was only there because of everybody who was fans of snl at that time like i feel like it was just lorne michaels going like oh god i need somebody to play the boyfriend opposite of uh you know the conehead girl that like you know there's not a lot of meat to the role Mm -hmm. but it's like fun It'd be really funny if I just cast Chris Farley and said "fuck it," <laughs> and that's what happened. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think that they, he had he had some pull at that time. I don't, I don't really know his career super oh, well, um, sure. but definitely it was it, it was very welcome to to see him um, and David Spade and Michael McKean, like David Spade playing just the simpering like 
kiss ass like the ultimate kiss ass i mean so much so and he has the it, best arc in the movie it worked even <laughs> like yeah him going to the other planet and like being the ultimate kiss ass there as well like oh my god it's just so satisfying so i think my favorite uh quotable line of it from my parents and now from sienna is maintain low tones <laughs> yeah maintain, maintain low, low tones, tones. <laughs> Maintain low tones with me. Maintain low tones. <laughs> Maintain low tones. Oh, God. Just, oh, oh, man. I love, I, that is so oh, good. Oh, man. Right? <sighs> Remove the decal. Remove the decal. <laughs> Was that a thing in the 90s? I mean, we we were too young. We weren't know. we weren't teenagers. Yeah. Oh no! And then right after that scene, uh, the mom has my favorite line where she's like crying in bed, and the mom comes up like very sweetly, and she goes, "I read in a magazine that you can tell me anything." Yes, dude, I <laughs> laughed so hard. <laughs> I even like because Morgan was kind of just playing with her phone for for most of this movie. She she didn't really love it, but um. I was like, oh my God, did you hear what you just said? And she was like, no, and I replayed it, it for her because so it just was good. so funny. Like, I read so in a magazine that moments. you can tell me anything. <laughs> when when she's sh- shopping in the grocery store and her basket is filled with light bulbs <laughs> and she sees an eggplant and screams. Yes. <laughs> it's just all the, it's, oh. this is what SNL is. It's just so many good bits. Yeah. I don't, oh, man. I don't care about the Garthok. Narthling the Garthok. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the scene at the end, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, that part I just didn't really care. Like at that point, I definitely I don't it know. didn't matter. Yeah, I didn't. It was funny. Yeah, it's just it's bits because like the funniest part of that whole scene was that Beldarsh, like, what gifts did you bring me? And it's just a bunch of shit from the car. <laughs> <laughs> from the car. Yeah, that's right. Here's a four thing wrench and an owner's manual <laughs> for a car. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, um, yeah, but uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't know that I really have anything else to say about this movie. Are you, are you, are you ready? Is there any any yeah, other moments I, you want to get I, into? No, I was in a blissful, blissful state of nostalgia, baby bone. Yeah, no, nostalgia, baby. It's weird when you add them together. <laughs> and well, the, the, so the couldn't... bone gets triggered, and then you uh-huh. enter nostalgia, baby. It doesn't make okay, it any better. Uh, the bone was tri- the. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Well, uh, after all that, Josh, what do you give 1993's Coneheads? Oh, I really want to think of a witty. There's got to be like a witty play on words uh, for. Yeah, like for what would what would one of the Coneheads say? Oh, it would. It would, it would be. Um, uh, be courteous and uh, backpace the footage of the uh, tape recording. Backpace. Okay. Well, so whatever I just said, that's the word I give it. Be courteous and backpace the footage of the recording. No, that's not even. Yes, I'll say that, but I can't think of it any better. That's a good. That's a good. I like a. I like a good backpace. You know, very very relatable. Yeah, backpaces. Yeah. So, yes, I couldn't I I fucking loved watching it. It aged much better than I thought it was going to. Uh so I was very pre- pleasantly surprised. I was things. definitely pleasantly surprised by it. Um it's 
it is hard to know whether or not like somebody would uh, would enjoy it these days like i like yeah. i had a good time but it's it's just hard to know like but i i kind of knew the characters like i knew all of those 90s actors so it was nice to see everybody like that's that's kind of what triggered my nostalgia more than the movie yeah. itself um yeah yeah well it's a, definitely a celebration of that snl cast like time right you can you can't i don't know i think it would be hard to argue that the comedic timing and writing and chemistry in this movie is so good maybe i don't know kind of on the fence like it, it's gonna oh, i'm okay. genuinely like i don't know i i guess I guess I'll give it a be kind of rewind. And I, I think that it's it's not a total slam dunk because I didn't have the same like nostalgia baby that you did. Um sure. but I agree like I think that objectively they're all I mean that there's a reason why the ones that are still alive anyway are all like extremely successful in their comedy and movie careers. Um yeah. Because they're they're all just naturally very funny. Um so, like, definitely, if you grew up with this movie, oh yeah, it's just as good as you remember. But if you're somebody who's totally new to it and you you're not familiar with any of these people, I just I would be curious if you would like it or not. But I also think like yeah. it does capture a bit of that '90s nostalgia. Um, so so oh, I think yeah. that's what tips it over I'm for me is like okay, well, if you want just like a study of the '90s, like a quirky film from the '90s that. Frankly, probably will would never get made again today. I mean, nowadays, like to, it's it's off the it's off the beaten path a little bit. Yeah, to to get something like this made now, it would have to be attached to like a Marvel movie or a Star War. So there's no way anything like this would happen now. So yeah. so I'll I'll honor it for that. Um, I'll take it. Do you have any? Thank you. Do you have any recommendations for what else people would watch other than 1983's? Coneheads. Why would I give a recommend? Why do I gotta give a recommendation for things that I rate positively? Watch this movie. But <laughs> I don't know. We just always do it, <laughs> and I always refuse. <laughs> okay, well, Mars attacks. Okay, yes, yes. I, I would say that, but I would say this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think Mars attacks is definitely going on our list because I I watched that one a bunch oh, when yeah. I was a kid. Um. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah. That's a. Yeah. We could get it. We could get into that one. But I never. You know. So I. I. I think that that one is good. It might even be better than this. It's. It's an early Tim Burton. So it's got. You know. Okay. Well. Yeah. I'm. I'm just gonna stick with Mars Attacks. You. I guess you don't have to participate in this part of the podcast if you're gonna be such a little. <laughs> We're figuring. I'm just. I'm. I'm conceding this late in the game <laughs> that I don't want to do recommendations if I like the movie. But that's just an excuse for me not thinking of one ever. <laughs> no, you'll you'll be able to think of one again someday. I will. Um, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. I've been Evan. I've been Josh. And we'll catch you on the flip side, tubular daddies. Yeah, I love you tubular daddies. Hope to see you soon. <laughs> I love you all very much. <laughs> from your friend and loving uh caretakers of the podcast uh evan and josh okay real quick at on on the movie poster of this movie i just noticed that it says 
young ones, parental units, we summon you. And oh my God, I totally forgot that my family, we all call it, like I call my parents parental units. Oh, the plot thickens. And it's from this. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. You nostalgia, you nostalgia bone. I you finally nostalgia, literally as nostalgia we're leaving bone. the episode, I no- finally nostalgia Oh, wow. An and, uh, an 11th hour nostalgia bone. <laughs> That's it. So many firsts. <laughs> yeah, this episode is full of firsts. All right. Bye, everybody. 11th hour nostalgia bone. Okay, bye. <laughs>